teaching is just simply that you've had natural input put into your system. It's just natural life, living, you're seeing things, you're hearing things, you're reading things, things are being put into your spirit, and um, that's just natural, natural things. You go through life receiving input from your eyes, your ears, your feelings, and making your decisions based on that. It's not wrong, it's not evil, it's just natural, just life. You're just hearing things as they're coming to you. However, there are things that you can perceive with just your five senses, and there are times when the Lord wants you to take a step of faith. Sometimes you, you know, he's requiring you to do something. You speak your healing. He's requiring you to believe the word of God to receive that's already been done. Sometimes you have to take a, a step of faith and ignore the five senses. Because it's the five senses, that, that, natural, that natural unbelief, that tends to pull you off of your receiving. When you, you, you're, you're supposed to be receiving from the Lord and then you see the natural senses. Something comes up and a pain hits, you know, you get a, a letter in the mail, you get a, a report from the doctor, whatever. I mean, I had a call this week, I said, you know, the devil is a liar. You know, so, you know, whatever, the, however the natural things happen to your life, it tries to bring unbelief into your, into your life. And that's when you have to say, no, I'm standing on the word of God. So that's when you must be able to, yeah, to go beyond that unbelief, go beyond the natural things. Um, most people, most people are dominated by their five senses, and they only rule by their five senses. If, if I can't see it, I can't believe it. And if whatever I feel, this is the pain I'm feeling, then I have this pain. And you're not going to talk me out of me having this pain. I said, well, fine. Have the pain. Enjoy it. But the, the word of God says, by the stripes that Jesus bore, we're already healed. You know, you can speak to that pain. You can speak to that sickness. You can speak to whatever that is, and you tell it to go, and it's got to go. But if you are being dominated by your senses, by the things that you heard, the things you hear, things you see, you're dominated by those things, then you are tending to have unbelief, and you're not going to get the end results that you're believing God for. So um, this kind of unbelief is what Jesus told the disciples in Matthew 17. He said, how be it, this only thing comes out by prayer and fasting. The, the disciples, and I'll just briefly go through, you know, a, a, a father brought his, his lunatic son to the, to the disciples to be um, cleansed of the devil, to be, you know, get a devil cast out of him. And they knew, they believed that they could do it because they had done it already. Previously, they had cast out devils, and they had su such great um, response from their prayers and seeing that the Lord delivered. So they were just, okay, this is another prayer. We're going to pray to cast the devil out the boy. But what happened is their natural senses got involved because it began in uh, uh, Matthew, and Mark and Matthew, they, they both uh, tell the story. I'm going to give you the, the chapters, Mark 9, 14 to, through 29, and then Matthew 17, 14 to 21, they both give the same accounting of the situation, but um, I believe it's M M Matthew's the one that tells you more detail about that, what happened that the boy flipped out. On, yes. <laughs> he flipped out on the, the disciples and their natural senses got involved. And because they saw him foaming at the mouth, writhing on the floor, flipping back and forth, yes. their natural senses said, well, you know, look, we've cast out the devil out of people before and we didn't have this reaction. So because their natural senses got involved, unbelief came in. Yeah. They, I guess they believe, hey, we can't deal with anything with this kid. It's crazy. This, he's really a lunatic, you know, because that's what they've been calling him for years, my son, the lunatic. So, you know, he just did what they called him. So the, the disciples 
seeing this happen, they're flipping out, and they later went to Jesus and said, well, Lord, what's the problem? Because the father brought the boy to, to Jesus, Jesus cast the devil out the boy, and he was fine. And the disciples said, well, what happened? Why couldn't we cast him out? And he said, you know, you couldn't because of the unbelief, because of you being moved by what you see by what you saw basically you were moved by what you saw so that there was unbelief there and you didn't deal with it and therefore you had the result that you didn't want you you wanted the boy delivered and what was he wasn't delivered through their hands so you know the, the lord said um this kind only comes out through fasting and praying um for years we've heard that scripture and it's really been misinterpreted and to the point that I know when I was child, I thought, well, we have to fast, okay? This, you know, we got a demon here, so we're gonna have to go and fast, and then, then we can come back and get this demon out. That's not gonna work. If somebody's flipping out in your church, and we've had it in our, in our old former church, I mean, all the time, you can't go home and say, well, I'm going to fast, and you come back next week, and we'll get this devil out, because they're flipping out in church right then. So we had to deal with it right then. So, you know, even common sense will let you know, you know, you're talking that scripture wrong. Something else is going to come out through fasting and praying. It's not that demon. And what Jesus is saying is because of your unbelief. And that's the only thing. Your unbelief is what's going to come out through fasting and praying. So we have to realize that we have to get the unbelief out. Just a tiny bit of faith. The Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, then nothing would be impossible to you. But if you have just... Uh, just a little bit of faith and you have a lot of unbelief. That unbelief has counterbalanced your faith and basically made it null and void. Yeah. Let me give you an example. If we had a thousand pound weight here and we brought in a horse to, to pull this weight, we attached this thousand pound weight to the horse and we told him to, you know, we mush or whatever, tell the horse to go, giddy up, whatever, and he tries to pull this thousand pound weight. So that's his faith moving and he's moving, he's pulling that, that um, thousand pound weight and that's fine. But if I brought another horse and attached it to the same weight and set that horse in that direction and this horse going in that direction and I tell him to giddy up and try and move that weight, what's gonna happen to that weight? Nothing. It's going to be nullified because one's pulling this way and one's pulling that way, and that weight will not move. They are nullifying each other. They are counteracting their faith because one's got unbelief and one's got faith, and they're both pulling. So what's going to happen? Same thing that happened with the disciples. They did not get the results because of unbelief. So we have to get to the place where we get rid of the unbelief. And because we've been trained... Um, to go with our five senses, that heightens the unbelief. You know, I, I was, well, the Lord's always talking to me, and um, some things he's telling me that I have, me personally, that I have to do to get my believer up to where it's supposed to be, for lack of a better word, um, because I know the word of God, and I believe the word of God is true. But he was saying, you know, there is a little unbelief in there somewhere because of the what you've been praying for you haven't gotten the results that you wanted and I, I was early 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 this morning and you know and I said then I got quiet before the Lord and I said now Lord I know you I know you can't lie and your word never fails so therefore the problem is not you the problem is me and I said this situation that I'm dealing with right now it's been going on too long and it ain't it's not you Lord so he said yeah so he says, it's you, and you're going to have to do what I said. 
I got my marching orders. I said, I know, I know what needs to be done because it doesn't take God long to do anything. Why? Because it's already done. It's already done. So the failure is not on God's part. The failure is on my part. So, and you know, as he was talking, and he, he started giving me specific instructions as what to do. And I said, all right, Lord, I got it. Thank you. I know what it needs to be done. Because, as, you know, when we're praying and we're not getting the results that we want when we're praying, most time people put it off, well, it must not be the will of God for me to do that. Honey, if it's already done, that means it's his will. That's right. It's his will. Yeah. So healing is already yours. Prosperity is already yours. Yeah. You know, um, peace of mind is already yours. Love is uh, joy. All of those things are already yours. Yeah. So our job is to receive it unto ourselves. Satan's job is to keep us in a place where we are deceived because that's all he deals with is deception into the fact of believing, well, well, maybe, maybe it is God. Maybe he's the problem. No. No, you're the problem. So if you get um, honest with yourself and stop trying to blame everybody and every, all the other situations, everybody around and say, Lord, it's me. There's one song when we were coming up, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. So when you, when, you get, when you get quiet before the Lord and say, Lord, I know, I know your word is true. It is forever settled in heaven. So I am standing on your word, believing your word, and I'm not getting the results that I want, then it's me, it's me, it's me that has to do the changing. So it, he was saying, yeah, there's a little, it's a little unbelief in there. You got to get it out. So I said, Lord, I, I know what I have to do. And, and, and you know, just even, well, it's about one o'clock when he was talking to me. I, I got happy. I, I mean, I got happy in myself because I said, I'm going to kick the devil's tail. I, said, I, I mean, I got so happy because I realized, I said, Lord, when you, when he talks to you and, and gives you specific direction and tell you what needs to be, you might as well get happy because you know it's already, it's done. It's a, it's a done deal. Satan has lost, I mean, he shot his biggest gun. I mean, shot his biggest gun. And it didn't work. Did not work. I said, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, you know, when we get to the place where we say we can't be moved by our senses because that, you know, we, we, we live in this world and for years we've heen, we have television, you have radio, you have whatever, internet, everything. I mean, for years things have been coming into our, our minds and through our eyes, through our ears. You know, we're hearing these things and they're getting in. And I'm, I'm going to give you an example. We had, uh, we had the grandkids over on Easter after brunch and they spent the night and we had to sleep over. And while we were there, uh, one of the grandkids thought had a nosebleed. And so, you know, we got the tissue, we got the paper towel and everything, and started catching, trying to catch the blood, keep the blood, you know. And so, I, I'm, I'm Granberry, you know, I'm going to make it all right. So, I'm, I'm having these paper towels in my hand, catching the blood. And I said, listen, this is, this is a bit much. And I said, Lord, I know your word is true. So, um, so as we were holding it, she says, you know, usually there's a real big clot that comes out. No sooner than she got that out of her mouth, this huge clot. I mean, of just, just started coming. It's, it's like, I don't know if you've seen those cartoons where, you, where they're pulling stuff. It seems like they're pulling forever. Well, that's, it just seemed like I'm pulling, trying to get this close. I said, the devil is alive. I said, Pastor, come here. I need you to pray right now. I mean, it just seemed like it was never ending. So he came, we prayed, 
And we, we curse that blood, that blood flow right now. We, we stopped and we said, the devil, you, you are rebuked. We resist this right now. We curse this at the blood. You will stop. We spoke to it. Yes. So um, we spoke to the blood, told it to stop. And um, I still had a tissue up there. So I, I looked and it was just a little, two little dots. I said, that's right. So I left it up there and I spoke to her and I said, now, we just spoke to these, this bleeding nose. I said, but I want you to speak to it. I want you to tell it to stop because you are a child of God. Right. I said, you tell it to stop. Right. She says, bleeding, you have to stop. Bleeding, you stop. I said, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. There was no more blood. Gone, yeah. stop. And you know, so I said, because see, when, when that started happening in my brain, as a child, my father was, was a bleeder. His, his nose would bleed yeah. all the time. So first thing that, I hadn't had that thought in my mind in years. That's the first thing that hit my brain. My dad was a bleeder, my dad was a bleeder. And I, and I stop it, the devil is a liar, the devil is a, I mean, see how quickly something that happened when I was a child, I'm 62 years old, I'm a, from a child, and that hit my brain just after anything that Satan can try to use to bring unbelief to the situation. So, no. By the stripe that Jesus bore, this child is already here, and we begin to speak to it. I said, you will stop in the name of Jesus. And he did. And I said, next time anything like this come up again, because he's going to try and show his shooter shooter again. I said, when it comes up, you speak to it, and you tell it to stop. It's got to listen to you. I said, you hear me? Yes, Mary. I said, look at this tissue. You see? That's right. That's right. So when you have a situation, immediately, immediately, it's the devil's job to try and bring in unbelief. He'll try and bring in all kinds of situations. Something you heard, somebody had this in your family, they died about it. And they, you know, I mean, anything he can to first bring fear, to bring fear to grip your heart, and then, you know, confusion, depression, and anything he can yes. to bring, to flood into your spirit while you're standing against right. what he is, is trying to, to portray in your life at that time. When that starts coming, when the thoughts fly, they're not your thoughts. That's right. Don't entertain them. That's right. When they come by, they will, and they will. Because, I mean, like I said, that thing hit my brain. I hadn't thought of that, I mean, for years, at least 50 some years, had I not thought that thought. You know what I mean? Wow. But it hit my brain at that time. And that's, the same. that's his job. But our job, our job is to be on the, our post and realize, no, this is, this is, this is trying to bring unbelief here. This is trying to get me off of my stance of believing what the Word of God says. Yeah. So when, it's, when it starts, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. You must and we must all be able to move beyond our natural senses and into the spirit realm. And you say, how do I do that? Through fasting and praying. Jesus told them, you're going to get past this. Yeah. The only way you're going to get through this is by fasting and prayer. So these things only come out that way. And so, I, you know, as he was talking to me this morning, I said, you're right. I, and I know, I know, I know, I know. And I've told you about the situation with my body and how I, how I put it on the fast. And so I said, yeah, you're going to do it again. He said, you're going to do it again. I said, all right, Lord, hey, I'm game. Right. Why? Because it's time to start seeing the total, total I mean, total healing. I mean, I, I got the, to the place where the pain was stopping. I was doing fine. I'm walking, knees and bending, all that stuff. I said, but there's other things internally in my body that needs to be dealt with now. Yeah. I said, nah, uh Jesus bore this on the cross. Every, every sickness, 
every disease, every infirmity, every, anything that Satan has tried to plant into your body, and pastor phrase it all the time, if God didn't plant it in your body, it must go. It must dissolve. It must go away. And, 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 and we speak that. We speak it. We have to, as Elder, a deacon was telling us, speak to it. And, and the message will come, you speak to the mountain. Whatever it is, speak to it. Don't sit there and listen to the devil, listen to his lies and accept what he says in the fall. And his job, his ultimate goal is to get us into such a deep sadness, a deep depression where we won't even want to hear the word of God. When he want to deal with it. And our job is to know, you are not taking me down that road. You are not taking me down that path because I can go there really fast. I, if I can just sit, if I let my mind go, and I can go into such a sadness, you wouldn't even believe it would be me. But I know better now. I know not to sit there and listen to the lies of the devil where he takes me down a road that I don't want to go. We have to be our own watchmen on the wall over our spirits because Satan's go his job is to get in there and try to keep you in deception. Try to let you forget that you have authority, that you are a believer and you have authority over all of these situations. Anything that's contrary to what God says is yours, that's in your life, you have authority over that. And you have the right, God has given you the power and the authority to use his power. We as saints of God, we are speaking spirits. And he said, I now have the keys to the kingdom and I'm giving it to you. Now you take the authority. You take it and you speak to the mountain. You speak to the situations that's in your life. You begin to speak. Faith speaks to these situations so that you can nullify and get the unbelief out of your life. If you have to put yourself on a fast, something's going on and it's not right in your life, Put yourself on a fast. Why? Because you are, you, your, your, your words, you're the deciding witness. And you can either go along with the lies of the devil or you can go with the word of God. And see, your body thinks it's in charge. Your body thinks it's the man. You think, hey, I, you are going to do what I tell you to do. And he says, you're going to eat what I want you to eat. You're going to eat it when I want you to eat. You're going to eat as much as I take. And these thoughts will pop into your head. And you know it's not supposed to be eating all that candy. He said, go ahead and get. You say, well, I said, I'm going to tell myself, I'll just have two pieces of candy. So that's what I tell myself. And then you know, here comes. You know you want four, at least six. Look there, look at that in that bowl. And I have a nice little pumpkin filled with all this kind of candy. And I said, no, I know what to do. I know when to stop. You are not going to tell me. And I said, Bobby, you start telling me again. You're going to fast. I'm, I'm going to strip you down. I mean, you, you, you are not going to tell me what to do. And that's what our body, our spirit, soul, and body, the body is trying to control the spirit. The body is trying to control the spirit. But we are spirits, speaking spirits. And if our body is overriding our spirit, it's time to put that body down. It's not saying, no, you're not the boss here. You are not the one in charge. I am the righteousness of God, and he's telling me what I need to do. So when the Lord says these things come out through fasting and praying, because I'm skipping here because I don't have much time, um, prayer and fasting, one, will not move the mountain. Prayer and fasting deals with the unbelief 
or lack of confidence in God's word. So when you have lack, of, there's a lack of confidence, you, you're just not where you're supposed to be. You know the word is true, but you, you know, there's still a little bit of something that's just, you're just not over that mark. Fasting, praying will get you over that mark. Matthew 10, excuse me, Matthew 40 and 31 was talking about, oh, ye of little faith. Here Peter was walking on the water. You know, the Lord said, come, and Peter stopped walking out there on the water, and what did he do? He saw the wind, saw the rain, and began to sink. So what? Why are you sinking? I'm right here. I told you. I told you. Come. You got out on the water, and you started walking. What happened? The natural senses. The natural senses got involved, and what happened? Unbelief hit and he sank. So, oh, ye of little faith, deal with that unbelief. I've told you, I gave you my word. And when you read the scriptures, I mean, the Lord had talked to the saint, the, the, the disciples, so many times about their unbelief. Over and over again, he said, you, you have a hard heart that you're not listening and receiving the word that I have. But when we decide we, that we have to, we're to deal with the unbelief, the touchy, feely, smelly, all those things, it's time for us to put yourself on a diet. Not a diet, but on fast. Well, I will, you can do a diet too, but fasting from off the food. You get water, fluids, no food. Say, now, I'm telling you, body, body, you are not the boss. Spirit is the boss. But as long as we just, you know, go along and, and, and not deal with the situation, the body's going to keep rolling keep trying to rule over us. You know, we have to be where we, we're walking um, in Galatians 5.16. So we, if we walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. There is a lot of scriptures that, I, that we'll, we will go up later on because um, I'm just, just going over them right now. But I want us to get to the point where we know that our spirit man must dominate the body. Our spirit man must rule over the, 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 the thoughts that the body has, the things that the body's trying to tell you. You say, no, you are not the boss body, I am. Prayer is about your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Prayer will increase your confidence about your relationship with God. Prayer is how you receive from God. Fasting, praying. Fasting and praying. Fasting food doesn't move God. It moves you. Doesn't move God. When we go on a fast, we're not trying to get God to do anything for us. We're trying to get our bodies to line up with our spirit man that already knows it's already done. The spirit man already knows that we are healed. Spirit man already knows that we are delivered. The spirit man already knows that we are prosperous. But the body, that body is trying to dominate over the spirit. Therefore, when you see something, when you hear something, when you feel something, the natural senses will cause unbelief to come in. Yeah. Our job is to get you to the place where spirit man overrides the body. The, the mind, the will, the emotions, and the spirit man said, by the stripes that Jesus boy, you already healed. And then when you speak that word, when you speak that word, your body has to obey. Why? Because you now have trained it. Fasting trains your body to obey you. Fasting makes your body realize, if I don't do what she says, she's going to starve us. Yeah. And that's why I had to get it to the plan. Uh-uh. The word of God is true, and you are going to believe the word of God, or you're not going to have anything to eat. Do you hear me? And I tell you, when I, put that, when I did that first 40-hour fast, my body fought me tooth and nail. It wasn't happy with me, and I said, keep it up. We're going longer. 
Why? Because my body doesn't control me. Spirit man controls me, and that's where we have to get to the place where we are, are, are controlled by the spirit. Fasting food takes you out of the natural realm, and it helps you to be sensitive to the spiritual realm of God. Fasting forces your flesh to submit to your spirit man. Fasting makes your flesh give it up. He said, no, no, no. Spirit is in charge here. Heavenly Father and my spirit, we are one. And my, my body is not going to rule over me. So when situations come up, put your body. Say, no, you don't rule me. You don't rule my emotions. You don't rule how I feel. You don't rule my healing. You don't rule my prosperity. Nothing. The Lord said for me to sit my, submit myself to him. Tell the devil he has to go. He's got to go. I resist him. Tell him he's got to go. But if I'm not submitting to God, and I'm not submitting because my body's taking me down on another path that I don't need to go, then I can't submit to God, then I can't resist the devil, and then he won't flee. So that's his job, is to get you to the place where you're not submissive to the word of God, that you're not receiving what God says is already yours. You're not calling it in that's yours. God says this belongs to me. I'm not submissive to that word. So therefore, when I say, Satan, you got to go and get out of my finance, he just laughs at you. So you have to get to the place and say, nah, uh you will listen to me because I am speaking the word of God and there's power in the word of God. There is deliverance in the word of God. Hallelujah. When we call on Jesus, he is there. Hallelujah. But if you're not submissive to God, you're not submitting yourself to God, you can't resist the devil when he comes with his lies. And that is his job to lie to you. He will never tell you the truth. Do you understand anything that you're hearing from the devil is not true? He's the father of lies. He's the father of lies. So you need to take your faith and speak the word of God. Deal with the unbelief that's in your life. All of us, all of us, and we may say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just super Christian. There's no unbelief in my life. Well, then I need to see miracles following you everywhere you go. I need to see everything happening in your life that God says is yours. I just want to let you know, there may be a tiny bit, but just a tiny bit of unbelief will cause your faith not to work. So you may not have a whole lot of unbelief in your life. It may be just a tiny bit, but whatever it is, it don't belong there. My job is to get us to the point where we realize I am going to do what Jesus said. This thing, this unbelief only comes out by fasting and prayer. You know, a lot of times we go do the fasting and we don't do the prayer part. So we, we, we tell our body, you're not going to eat anything, and then we're doing everything else. It's fasting and prayer so you can get sensitive to hearing what the word of God is saying to you. Get to the place where you say, I know what God says is true. I believe it. I said, when, we, when we, we, we did that prayer and got rid of that blood and all that bleeding camera, I said, yes, you've got to go. You have got to go. You cannot stay here. And you're going to show up in my house? You're going to have this flip down in my house? Have you lost your mind? The devil is a liar. And you have to take that same authority in your life and speak let your faith speak to the mountains whatever the mountain is that's in your life let your faith speak to it and tell it it's got to go 
in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I, I believe you would. And get into that word of God. Get in and have that quiet time with the Lord. Just let him talk to you. He will give you specific instructions on anything that you present to him. If you give it to him, he will. He'll talk to you. He will talk to you. And you know, I, and I was just talking to a young lady. Sometimes we, we do have to get quiet, get away, get quiet so we can hear what he's saying. Because the chatter, Satan's job is keep chatter going all the time. Just, just noise, just noise, just noise, just everything's noise. He said, no, it's time for me to get quiet before my father. Then I can hear his word and know and begin to speak his word and deal with that unbelief. And that's what I want today for us to deal with the unbelief. It's trying to stop us from receiving what God has for us. We say enough is enough. Enough is enough. And, you know, saints, God loves us, and he wants us to use the authority that he has for us. He wants us to get all the results that we're supposed to have. He wants that for us, and our job is to get to the place where we're having all the results that the Lord says is ours. Just bring, just, Lord, I'm ready for all of it. And prompt my spirit, correct me. If I've done something wrong, if I've said something, if I'm not where I need to be, speak to me. He will, he will, he will. But will you be willing to make the adjustment? Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search RWOLFC in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.